Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I am your host, Vicki Nettling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of the podcast is to share topics and guests that will empower you to grow as a leader as a business person who is confident and will be able to take you, your business, your life to that next level. Today, I'm so happy to have my guest, Natasha Basilevich. Basilevich. She has a hard name like mine. Natasha is a speaker and public speaking expert. She is the founder and president of Change View Academy, where she trains entrepreneurs and corporate executives to give powerful presentations. Natasha holds a Bachelor's of Management of Organizations and an MBA. She has been teaching presentation skills for 14 years and has taught hundreds of students and clients from more than 20 countries. In 2020, she was named one of the top 500 entrepreneurs by Brains Magazine, along with Simon Sinek, Mel Robbins, and Jim Quick. She also has featured it on ABC News, Australian live TV broadcasts, Ticker News, Mastermind World Summit, organized by Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi and such podcasts as The Elevated Entrepreneur, Fearless and Successful, Chasing the Insights, Virtually Limitless, and many others. Our title for today, our theme, is going to be Crafting a Clear Message, which many struggle with. And so we're all, <laughs> we're all excited to hear what Natasha has to say. Please join me in welcoming Natasha. Brazilovich, is, mm-hmm. that, is that it? Yes. <laughs> you have to just like have that little oomph there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you, Vicky. Thank you. It's really Welcome. great to be here on your show. Thank you. So we always start with the easy icebreaker kind of question. What part of the country do you call home? Mm. Well, right now I'm in Minnesota, Boston, northern Minnesota, and I can call this part of the United States <laughs> home, but also I'm from Ukraine and I came to the U.S. two weeks before the war started oh, and I call Ukraine my home. Uh, I Actually, I don't tell. I, I don't like to tell people that I was born in Russia, but I left Russia, Murmansk, Russia, uh, mm. when I was 12 years old. Mm. Ukraine is my home, definitely not Russia. Uh, but uh, U.S. has been because uh, I've been traveling here and I started my business in the U.S. in 2016. Mm. So Minnesota here is home because this is where my friend of 22 years 
lives and I've been with her since February since the war started and wow. uh, now I'm I'm settling here or maybe somewhere else in the US for the time being but definitely planning to travel back and then travel the world as well awesome well so sorry about the whole situation with your country I know that must be devastating it is hard yes yeah. things are happening happen every day yeah mm-hmm. there so share with us a bit of your background of how you started this journey as an entrepreneur mm, that was very interesting actually I was helping a student of mine a client of mine to prepare for her presentation she was going to present to give a powerpoint presentation and speak with her board of directors and mm-hmm. I was looking at her presentation and she was talking about the Chinese market and I looked at the information. I'm thinking, wow, that's so great. It was 2015. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, oh, in the next five years up to 2020, it will still be growing the online business uh, and everything that is on the mobile will be yeah. growing. What can I start selling them? And I was also teaching English at the time and teaching different skills. So I was thinking I will start an English school. I'll teach English to the Chinese students. And that's awesome. what was, that was the very first idea. I failed with that because <laughs> if you try to start business in China, you need to understand it's yeah. a totally different beast. <laughs> they mm-hmm. live in a different cyberspace. They don't have Facebook, Instagram, Google, Gmail. They don't have any of that. They have their own social yeah. media and, and Google is banned. Facebook and Instagram, all of that is yeah. blocked. That's why it was really hard. I tried still and I still have partners there and I still do work and traveled there twice to teach hundreds of train hundreds of teachers in public speaking actually before the pandemic mm-hmm. uh, and now also continue working with them virtually but still after i failed with the online school i turned my my uh, interest i really started working more with the western countries and yeah. where i live and teaching personal development business skills and presentation skills in particular it was one of those oh. and then in the last 3 years i saw that so many people choose public speaking presentation skills and I decided I will niche down I will focus on that because that is my favorite I love teaching it the most that's why I decided (laughs) okay I'm going to focus on this since so many people need to learn how to speak and even understand that everyone can because sometimes people Mm -hmm. think that they need to be born with this public talent (laughs) no you Mm -hmm. can learn it you can become good at public speaking if you if you practice and if you learn. Absolutely. And, and there are so many people in our business that have great stories and have great products and have great services, but they do not present them well. Yeah. And they're missing so many opportunities for growth just by doing some simple changes in what they, how they present exactly and and so you and i are of the same mindset for sure so give us a bit more information about your company change view academy 
Mm-hmm. Well, Change View Academy is what I started in 2016. And like I said, I pivoted with the pandemic. You know, we're all started loving this word pivot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I started working more on presentation skills. So now I offer corporate trainings, one-on-one coaching, and online programs in public speaking, in ah. presentation skills, helping people, executives, entrepreneurs, people who would love to become better at presentations. I help mm-hmm. them overcome the fear of public speaking, build confidence, craft a clear message and deliver it with power. Yeah. And having that clear message, I I think sometimes that's where people get cloudy and and unsure. and, And how can we make the speaker become fearless as a speaker so that when they present that message, there's power and there's passion. How, how can we have those people that are the corporate executives, if you will, that kind of take down the passion and bring up the boredom? <laughs> how, how do you help them? Well, you know, it's interesting. A lot of times people might even be fearless. They might not have any fear of public speaking, but then they go and they present. They love to be in the spotlight. They yeah. actually love talking, but mm-hmm. their message is not clear. Mm-hmm. And it's because they don't really think about the structure that much. They don't focus on the topic. They don't focus even enough on the audience. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times they think about themselves. They think that they need to now um, talk on a certain specific topic and they love the sound of their voice. So that is a big mistake if we focus mm-hmm. on ourselves. That's why, first of all, you've got to focus on the audience and on the message and know your message and know your core theme and topic Mm -hmm. very well because then even if you deviate from the structure it will be easy to get back to it and finish it well so of course structure is a very important part of a clear message so we've we've got to have the opening body and conclusion like we teach in Mm -hmm. Toastmasters you and I are both in love with Toastmasters so always and this is the easiest three parts it has to have the beginning Your opening needs to be really strong and you need to know it well. You need to know your ending very well. I teach not to learn by heart. I don't like to to recite. I I just can't stand when I hear. Actually, when I listen to some of those international speech contests from by Toastmasters, Mm -hmm. and I can tell that the speech is so memorized and rehearsed, I can't stand that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It has to be a conversation. Everything needs to be a conversation. And okay, if you have to, I always say, if you just absolutely have to memorize it, (laughs) memorize it, but then you practice it so many times then when you deliver no one can tell that you memorized it yeah then you you're delivering it and it's just you internalized it so much it becomes a part of you that when you speak no one can tell that you memorized it because it's a part of you because you are talking just talking (laughs) from memory but it's it's it's, it is a conversation that is the key to make it a conversation So when we know the opening and we know the ending, those are a couple sentences that I say, yeah, memorize them so that you don't have to be nervous at the beginning or you don't have to mumble at the end. Yes, it's good to memorize those parts. But in the middle, you need to have very clear structure. What is it? Are you teaching some points, lessons, tips? then you will have one, two, three, or one, two, three. We usually say odd numbers. I don't know if you mm-hmm. teach that too. Yes. For some reason, they say our brain comprehends odd numbers easier. So it's either three, five, seven. Uh, 
Definitely not more than seven. Uh, and- I, I don't even teach more than four because my brain start, <laughs> stops at five. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes, you know, if it's short or small, then we can. And if it's a long, long speech. Yeah. So have a very clear structure. Or if it's a story, then you know that at the beginning you share a story, then you give a lesson, then you wrap it up and Call, give a call to action at the end. Mm-hmm. And when there is this very clear structure, plus you know one main idea that you will be able to come back to if you need, then it will be a very clear message. But also it's crucial for a speaker to be clear on their own message, to know and yeah. understand it to themselves. Yeah. Because sometimes people cannot even say it themselves. And, and also there are if you have the stage and you have 40 minutes or whatever, you can build the story after story and, and things like that. But how stress to them how important it is when you only have 20, 30 seconds, a minute of somebody's time, how important it is, is it that you get to that message immediately? Yes, exactly. When there are a few seconds, even like, for example, 30 seconds, and you need to share who you are, you know, we've all been, or maybe many people have been to some meetings, Mm -hmm. networking events, when you tell about yourself one minute or even 35 seconds, Yeah, get to the point and also start with something that will hook people's attention. You can do it. Even when you are talking about yourself, it's very important to start with them, start with a question that will grab their attention Mm -hmm. and then say who you are in a couple of words and how you can help people to the point. It has to be concise and it needs to be very specific and then finish it with, with the summary or a call to action. Yeah. It has to be that way for Twitter, for 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 whenever you're live on mm-hmm. Instagram doing your reels or you're doing your Facebook live the you have to capture their attention and yeah. sometimes that's talking about their pain right mm-hmm. you want to talk about their pain and then be able to call to action in that 30 seconds mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes like have you ever did you know so just mm-hmm. ask a question that will make people want to listen mm-hmm. and I, I just love that now we have these reels and even twitter i know that twitter has been here forever but reels it's a, such a great practice and these lives yeah. that people have mm-hmm. is great practice for people to become better at public speaking yeah. just go live who cares if you don't like it you'll delete it but go right. live speak and see how you can condense your message into a short five minutes. And sometimes screwing up brings more people. So yes, <laughs> yes. Works. Perfection is not a requirement. Exactly. Yes. When something is, it's just natural. It needs to be yeah. just normal and natural conversation. So what are some insecurities that keep us from getting the most impact and a clear message? insecurities you know a lot of times people will have this imposter syndrome or doubt or something i don't really have much to say or they want Mm -hmm. they might think well is there i don't really have anything new to share or there's nothing substantial that i that i will talk about and as soon as that thought comes to someone's mind Mm-hmm. then they will lose the thread. They will start yeah. speaking. They will forget what they wanted to talk about. They will lose their path. And then people will get confused too. Yeah. So the speaker will get confused by that doubt or thought, negative thought. 
And that will confuse the listener. That's why it's yeah. very, very important to understand, to believe that we can, that we have what it takes and we have enough message and information to share something valuable. Mm -hmm. And as soon as we believe that, then the audience will believe it too. Yeah. And if we get lost, <clears throat> That happens. Yes. Yeah, so we're sharing a message. And let's say you got excited. I get that. Get that way a lot. Let's say you got excited and you maybe deviated from your main structure. That's fine. But don't get frustrated by that or distracted because a lot of times people will understand, oh, oh, I forgot. This was point three and I jumped to point five, I forgot number four. And so that thought will distract them, then they will get lost. They yeah. will look not confident. And so yeah. people read our expressions. They really mm -hmm. understand, not understand necessarily, but they can read that something is going on. So they will see a micro expression. They're like, oh, she is not certain. She doesn't <laughs> know what she's talking about. That's why when something like this comes to our mind or when yeah. we forgot, when whatever happens or we got too excited during the speech, that's okay. Sometimes I even say, oh, you know what? I think I forgot one point. I'll come back to it later. Let's keep going. So just be normal. Be a normal yes. human being. You're not a machine. You don't yes. have to have it all perfect and mm -hmm. according to your structure or according to your... Have an outline. I always love to have a little yes. note with one, mm -hmm. two, three. Right. With my points. You have that too, right? I so do. It helps. It's good. It's right there. Because when we speak, we I personally get excited. Maybe someone has some other emotions that could distract them. We are focusing on the audience and we could forget. It's normal. So yeah. have that little piece of paper in front of you, or maybe it's on the computer if it's virtual, in whichever way you like, but something that could help you remember. Yeah. That's Jog your memory for sure. Mm -hmm. I think that some of the best speakers are ones that they tell their stories over and over again. And so as the conversation that we like to call a speech or presentation is moving along and you're interacting mm -hmm. with the, the audience, those stories that become poignant or rela relatable will come up. And that's the best speeches. Those are the ones that remember. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And it's important. That's why we at Toastmasters, we practice impromptu speeches. And I always love to practice it with my students, mm -hmm. any kind of impromptu extemporaneous speaking, because yeah. it happens when you are giving right. a speech or a presentation, you need to be flexible and you need to be able yes. to change it according to what you're seeing the audience, because mm -hmm. you might have to, to adapt to yes. modify your speech right? because right. you will see something because maybe right before the speech, you talked to people because it is really important. Go and mingle, talk, mm -hmm. have tea together with your audience and ask them questions, ask where they came from mm -hmm. or some of their interests, whatever, what they had for breakfast. And then yeah. when you are giving a presentation, if you use that in your speech, yeah. that is so relatable, that connects mm -hmm. you to the audience so well and they will love it. Yeah. Even if you're not speaking about all of them, but about one Janie who you just talked to right before the presentation and you said, and yes, and Janie just told me that she had yeah. an oatmeal for breakfast. And let mm -hmm. me tell you, that is my friend. That is so healthy. And we all need to be whatever your topic is right. connected. But yes, that, that works so well. Absolutely does. So what would you have as three tips or tools 
that you would share or recommend to our audience that will help them get the most impact whenever they deliver their message? Mm -hmm. The most impact. And are we talking specifically about the clear message? Because there are, yes. there are some techniques I share for overcoming fear. But if we talk about clear message, to right? have the so clear it, message, so that yeah. it's clear. Yes. So what we talked about, have your outline, mm -hmm. always use, make an outline, don't memorize your speech, but write the points. Yes. And again, if you have to write your speech, because for some people, they need to write everything from, from the beginning till the end, every word, and then they will speak. They won't necessarily memorize it. So that's okay. I sometimes do too. So if you wrote it, then look, okay, what are the parts? Okay, so this is my opening. You can yeah. name your opening. Then mm -hmm. look at the body. It's already written. So just go there and look and name the passages yeah. or the parts of that speech. One, two, three, four. What are the parts? And we call them also sometimes Roman columns. Have you heard of this? Mm -hmm. From presenting to win. It, when there's that story about Roman speakers who would go from one <laughs> column to another, to another. And, and they would assign each column to a part of their speech. And that's how they would remember. So you don't have to memorize it. <laughs> that was their list. <laughs> yes, that was their list. That was their outline. So have that outline, which will help you remember it. And uh, you won't need to even memorize it. That will make the message clear because that's how you won't get lost. And then people yeah. also won't get lost. Another really important part about clarity of the message is clarity of speech. So we talk about structure, but we haven't really talked about articulation, about yeah. our voice, because that's very important. Mm -hmm. We all have accents. I come from Eastern Europe. I have an Eastern European accent, but people in America all have so many different accents. Each yes. state might have an accent. In Great mm -hmm. Britain, you go to the North, people speak in some in one way, South yeah. in a different way. There are different accents. There's an Australian English accent, Northern uh, New Zealand accent. People speak English with so many different ways of pronouncing. Mm -hmm. and, and that's beautiful. That I mm -hmm. think that that is rich. Right. It's amazing. But if people don't understand you, then you will not be able to deliver a clear message. Yeah. Because our goal is for them to know what we're speaking about, understand it, and then maybe change their attitude, True. learn something new and take action, mm -hmm. get inspired maybe, and hopefully take action after it. So mm -hmm. how will that happen if they didn't even understand what you said? That's why I also love the technique called tongue twisters. Yeah. As an English teacher with 20 years of experience, I was uh, using that. But also I know that a lot of speakers and news anchors, they use that actors use tongue twisters. It's, for example, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? He would chuck as much wood as he could. Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, some of these different, oh, Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. So things that you have to- Make your mouth work fast. <laughs> yes. She sells seashells at the seashore. So you pronounce them and you articulate so that people can understand what you're saying. And sometimes if, for example, let's say English is not your native language for someone and you're not sure how to pronounce a certain word. On YouTube, you can go and you can find British pronunciation and American pronunciation, and you can listen to it, then you will know how to pronounce a word. 
because I've heard so many people who speak and they just pronounced a word incorrectly. And for me, it really confused me. I didn't understand what they meant. Right, and right. I'm sure a lot of us have experience of listening to, you know, calling customer service and then a representative there speaks in such a way that we don't even understand them. Mm-hmm. That's why if you're delivering a speech, make sure that you practice articulation, that you project your voice, you carry it forward, you work on your voice, you mm. do a voice exercises, you breathe well mm-hmm. and practice tongue twisters. That should, that should help. Also the speed and pace of your speech yes. is, is also important for making sure that clear message is heard yes absolutely vocal variety i love this Mm -hmm. too when we speak not just in the same monotone voice because then people will not even understand they will get lost yeah they they will get they will fall asleep exactly but you change it you change the Mm -hmm. volume of your speech you change the pitch of your speech because Mm -hmm. there's a different meaning if yeah with the low pitch voice then mm-hmm. that shows some dominance. If you want to persuade, speak with mm-hmm. the low pitch voice. If mm-hmm. you want to connect, then you speak with the high pitch voice and the meaning is so it's endearing. Mm-hmm. It changes. Yes. You, can, you can hear the difference. And the same with pace, of course, faster, slower, whisper, pause. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Those is that. are all the power of speech. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are at the last question before the rapid fire, and it's also a a reflective question. What advice would you give your 20-year-old self? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, I've heard that question, and I I answered that for myself quite a bit ago. I would would tell my 20-year-old self to start business sooner, (laughs) not wait till I was whatever I was. (laughs) 38 or something and also build my network yeah because network is our biggest asset relationships with people because that's who we learn from i've met so many people even just through podcasting Mm -hmm. i've met so many people who Mm -hmm. i became friends with who became my mentors who became my clients or i became their client and and we learn and we grow. Yeah. So network is, is our everything. And that's what I would tell myself. Focus on that. Ask questions. Learn. Be curious about business, about public speaking. But of course, at that time, I didn't know what I would be doing. So it was hard to really even see. And, and it's yeah. normal. It's okay. Because some people might not know right now. Maybe they're in their 30s or 40s and they still are not sure where they want to go, what kind of business they want to start or in their business, they are not, they're still working on their vision or mission, which is again, also it's normal. That's fine. You'll get there. Just keep asking that question and build your network. Probably to take it to one step further is that no matter what age you are, don't be afraid to start something new. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. All right. Rapid fire. What's your next destination? (laughs) <laughs> my next destination is new york city <laughs> yeah awesome i'm in love with new york so yeah. i my goal is to live there at least not my whole life but at least some part of of my life live, live in the city yeah my daughter had 
six months as an intern for a fashion house there. Oh, cool. So I would go every month and visit. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I, she needed to see her mom. So, yeah. you know, I was only being kind to her. <laughs> cool. Yes. Talk to me about virtually limitless. What does that mean to you? Virtually limitless. That means that when we are speaking, and, you know, we speak now virtually, even if we are in person, it's still already virtual because mm -hmm. everything goes online, everything, yeah. even when we are in the auditorium, then there are videos, there are, there are photos, there's stuff is on social media. So we are virtually, that is the first part, but also we are limitless. And it's important for us to understand that we are limitless, that we don't have those limits. And when, when we believe that we don't have limits, that our potential is limitless, that yeah. the way we can share our message is limitless. And right now with the world, with the way social media and internet works, we can reach so many people with yeah. our message. And when we believe that and when we know it, then we can speak clearly, then we yeah. can speak with power, with confidence, because we won't have those thoughts that stop us, that Oh, I don't have what I don't have anything interesting to share. You are limitless. Just think about your stories. Think about your life, what you've been through, what you lived through, your experiences. There's yeah. so much you can share with people, lessons you learn. Every day you can learn a lesson. Start writing those stories down. Start writing every evening what you're thankful for and what you learned yes. that day. And you will understand that you are limitless. And blessings are limitless for us. And our abilities are limitless. When we learn something, there are all these skills like public speaking and so much more. We can all learn that. It's not yeah. something innate, something that we have to be born with. You can learn to be confident, learn to sell, learn to market, to speak in public. Mm -hmm. So we are limitless. We can learn any skill we want. The only important thing is desire and belief. Right. So we've got to want to do it and also believe that we can. The next thing probably ties nicely into that, staying focused. Mm -hmm. How to stay focused? Or what is it for me? For what is it for you? How do you stay focused? That's a very interesting question. And it's not that easy for me because <laughs> I am this kind of really oh, no. excitable person. No, I would never have guessed that. <laughs> so focus is something I work on. I know definitely that when we focus, when we are more efficient, effective, but uh, what I do is I pray and meditate. I ground myself. I journal. Yeah. I visualize. So those things <sighs> calm me down and help mm -hmm. me focus. And then also always remembering my why, why yeah. I'm doing this. For example, yeah. right now I'm in the U.S. My goal is to make money for my family in Ukraine. That is my big why. And to help my brother with treatment, he has a disability. Mm -hmm. So I have this big dream. I have the big desire to help them, help my family, help my country, help my friends yeah. there. And that drives me. So when I know why I'm doing what I'm doing, then it's easier for me to focus. Yeah. Because as soon as we forget about that, who cares if there's something that you are doing and you why should I even do that then it's really hard to focus and you'll be yeah. doing something else thinking about anything else that's why this purpose and why always helps me yeah 
What would you like to be remembered for? I would like to be remembered. Maybe this is not very humble and very, very modest, but I would like to be remembered for, for disturbing the status quo in the world. Hmm. For change. I don't know in which way. Maybe it's in public speaking. Maybe it's in in giving voices to people or in movement. I have lots of different causes that are in my heart, the desire to help women. Yeah. For example, I have a friend in Afghanistan who right now is under the Taliban and she can't, she's so smart. She dreamed to be a journalist and I was mm. teaching her English and, and now she can't, she, she can't even go, get outside. It's like, I have different dreams. I, I have the desire to influence the influences of the world. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how I will be able to do that, but it, it is in my heart. So I want to be remembered for bringing some incredible change into the world mm. and uh, disturbing the status quo. Yeah. That might be too right big, there. but uh, you know, but go big or go home. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That, and helping others is, you know, is, a, is a way that makes you forget about you. Mm -hmm. And, and that helps to me to, to stay focused. Yeah. If I, if I'm focused on somebody else, helping them, then I stay, stay on my mission, my goal. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It makes it bigger. It makes it meaningful. So you touched on the fact that you've taught in other countries. Do you have a story? <coughs> excuse me. Do you have a story about one of those teaching experiences that we might enjoy hearing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have an interesting story. When I went to China, I was giving a keynote speech, kind of the opening speech there on the stage with 400 teachers in the audience. And China is a communist country and they have this tradition that I remember we had that in the Soviet Union too. When a speaker is on the stage, there's also this panel of officials, some government officials sitting there on the stage too. And you have a, a lectern in front of you with this microphone. And you know, I come there to teach public speaking. And I know that I will be the next day, I would be teaching them to build connection with the audience. You can't put anything in front of you, anything between you and the yeah, audience, you have right. to be open to them. So I come to this, well, even before coming, I'm sitting in the audience and I'm thinking, okay, now I'm going to be going to the stage, giving this speech and there's this lectern. I don't want to stand I behind that lectern. Don't. This is crazy. Yes. So, but you know, they expect you to, everybody does that. And that's what they want you to do. So I come to the stage, I take the microphone and the microphone is this kind of standing thing, you know, on the desk, this little, little kind of a wire mm -hmm. microphone. So I take it in my hand, which you're not supposed to hold it in your hands. I'm taking it. I'm standing in front of that lectern or that, that pulpit. I'm standing there and I'm talking to them and I say, you know what? I am not going to stand there behind that lectern because I am here for you. I want to connect with you. I, I will be teaching you how to connect with the audience because my, and then I start sharing with them my three best favorite things that I learned about China and why I came and I wanted to share my expertise with all of them. Yeah. So, oh, of course, people on this stage, those government officials, their faces were not very happy. <laughs> But people in the audience loved it. They laughed and they connected with me right away. 
Awesome. That was actually the perfect beginning because then when I came to the classrooms and we were teaching them for five days, they all remembered it and, and uh, they all also were doing. So, so you were just building a relationship. That's yes, all. yes, by, by breaking the rules. Yes. Did they ask you back ever? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I can. Then the next year was the pandemic. So I never came uh, back, but I worked, I created several courses for them online. So, yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Well, that, <clears throat> excuse me, that is all the time we have left. It has been wonderful. Let me share my screen. Those of you that are listening in, I will read the website. It is N A T A S H A. B-A-Z-I-L-E-V-Y-C-H dot com slash speaking. Again, that's N-A-T-A-S-H-A-B-A-Z-I-L-E-V-Y-C-H dot com slash speaking. She is on Facebook. First initial, last name, so N-B-A-Z-I-L-E-V-I-C-H. Is that right? So it should be a Y on Facebook? You're on mute. Yes, yes. Yeah, there's I instead of Y on Facebook. Okay. And then LinkedIn is Natasha, Mm B-A-Z-I-L-E-V-Y-C-H. And Instagram is the... N-A-T-B-A-Z-I-L-E-V-Y-C-H. You just have us going everywhere. (laughs) I think (laughs) you could probably just search her name, Natasha Bazilovich, and Mm -hmm. you'd be able to find it. She has a gift to offer. Um, I thought it was pretty cool on your website. You have all those tools. So um, why don't you talk to us about those three tools that you have out there? Yes, so you can get my free public speaking one-on-one course on the website. You can also get my creativity mm-hmm. creativity guide mm-hmm. and also the motivational planner, how to become better at building your habits. And you can also go there to get some time with her too, if you want to have some one-on-one. Yes, absolutely. You can book your time and work with me one-on-one. But I wanted just to thank Natasha for coming and sharing time with us. She is a bundle of power and joy, and it has been such a pleasure to be with you this afternoon. And I encourage everyone to check out her website, get those free tools, see how Natasha might help you to be a better speaker. As you see, she's got a lot of great things to be able to help you. And as always, until next time, remember, life is a journey, and it is up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Netling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Netling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.